You're listening to the Basic to Bold podcast. I'm Jen Bjarnson. As an RTT hypnotherapist, I talk about how to be happy, how to find our purpose, and how to stop the negative voices in our head that we all struggle with. Join me as we deep dive into creating a life that you love. Hello, everybody. I am excited to do tonight's training for the den. I am really excited to help you guys to work through and deal with other people's opinion. So tonight I, I had somebody request this in the den and I loved this idea because we all deal with it at some point or another and really understanding other people's opinions are or struggling, sorry, struggling with other people's opinions and what they think of us is really, we all deal with it. And it's kind of a form of dealing with fear of rejection. What are people going to think of me? Um, Having that imposter syndrome, like there's a lot that happens when we have to listen to somebody else's opinion, or we think we have to listen to somebody else's opinion, or we're worried about what other people are going to say. So I wanted to do a mini hypnosis session for anybody who wants to uh, get past this, figure out why it is they just have to listen. Because I know um, as a recovering people pleaser, there were so many people where I knew logically I didn't have to listen to people. I knew logically like that was a ridiculous statement where somebody would say something and then immediately I thought, oh. I have to do that because they said that now I have to do it. And I know logically that sounds so ridiculous, right? They, that I'm my own person. I'm an adult. I'm a fully functioning adult. I can do whatever I want. I can listen to somebody, not listen to somebody, but yet there was this innate reaction, this emotional and like actual physical reaction that I had to listen or I had to um, appease this person in some way, shape or form. And it really comes down to when, when it's really that ingrained in you, it's for one or multiple, but three reasons why we do that. Number one, it's to protect us. A lot of stuff that we do, a lot of stuff that we hold on to, it's just to protect us. We had a negative experience in typically childhood. And so it tells us, well, that was a bad experience. We don't want that to happen again. So our brain kind of creates these habits and these scenarios and these fears and these emotional reactions to say, remember last time, remember when you X, Y, Z, we don't want that to happen again. So we're going to now, we got to make sure we do this. So you have this physical reaction for your body, your brain to tell you um, to, to make sure to protect itself. So that's one reason. Number two, punishment. Now this could either be punishing you or punishing somebody else. So to have that reaction, it's sometimes we put it on ourselves that, you know, as kids, we don't ever really think other people do something wrong. We always look at it as our fault. And I get it. This is a very age appropriate thing when you're a little kid, but some of us don't get past it. And so we create a habit where, because we have this innate belief as we're little kids that we're the problem, we're what's wrong. Like our parents' unhealthy marriage isn't the problem. 
if we weren't born or if this, if, if we didn't do something, we didn't make noise or we didn't cost them money, then they would be happy. And I know as an adult, this sounds kind of ridiculous, but as a little kid, that's really how we accept it and how we understand it. So one of the ways that you can um, punish yourself is, let's say you're a kid and you have this whole chaos going on and you have these needs, you know, you're, you're costing money. And so you could find ways to punish yourself because you have needs. And I, it may sound ridiculous, but I promise you when we get in the middle of this, it's going to make sense. And you're going to start connecting the dots and understanding what it is and why you're doing the things that you're doing. Another thing with punishment is sometimes instead of punishing yourself, you can be punishing yourself so that other people feel bad. So like, look at what you made me do. If this happens to me, um, or if this happens now, this other person will feel bad. So one of, I had a client who we were doing, um, a weight loss and she was putting on weight to punish her partner to say, see, this is what you did. You I'm, she was punishing her partner for something and she, the weight gave her a reason to punish him. And I know maybe that sounds like a whole, like web of stuff, but in our minds, it makes total sense. The last one is an unmet need. So when we have something that we have a belief, a story, a lie that gives us an unmet need. And I'll tell you the four needs it's to variety, consistency, love and connection and significance. So, uh, I've told this story many, many times, but I used to get migraines and those migraines allowed me to get consistency in a very chaotic lifestyle. If I had a migraine, I was put in a room and I got drinks and I felt, I also felt significant where in really like a time in my life that it was so chaotic, nobody was paying attention to me. So I got significance, I got consistency. And you can see as a little kid, like, there you go. That's great. That's, that's how you now your needs are met, right? So one of the rules of our mind is if we're not getting what we need or we're feeling unsafe or we feel like we need to punish ourselves, we will come up with ways to do that. We will come up with these stories and these lies and these habits, and then we just play them out in our lives. So if you've never done a session with me or you've never listened to one of these trainings, um, just listen to my voice. Don't stress about what I'm saying. Just really try to relax. Um, the only thing I would say is if you're driving or you're in a situation where you shouldn't be closing your eyes, you shouldn't be relaxing, come back to this. I definitely put it on the DENS training um, recording as a recording. So you can always come back to this. Okay. So I want you to just relax and get as comfortable as possible. And I want you to look up as high as you possibly can. So as if looking into your own eyebrows, take a deep breath in and breathe out. Take another deep breath in and breathe out. And just one last time looking up, looking all the way up, take a deep breath in 
But this time as you exhale, just close your eyelids in and around your eyes while still keeping your eyeballs looking up. Just allow a drifting, floating feeling to come in and around your body. Allow your body to feel heavy, droopy, drowsy. And I want you to just forget all about your eyes and let them go wherever they want to go. And as, as of right now, I want you to look down as if getting down, as looking down sensation, as if looking over a balcony or down a flight of stairs. And as I count backwards, you're going to see your feet, hear your feet, feel your feet making contact as I walk you down some stairs. You're looking down and you can see 10 steps. You move on to step 10 as each muscle, every nerve turns loose, lets loose, and you go deeper. You're moving on to step nine as you can see your feet making contact and you go deeper. You're moving on to step eight as you can hear your feet making contact as you go deeper into an awareness of yourself. You're moving on to step seven. As you go deeper with each heartbeat, you're moving on to step six. As each sound, noise, and movement around you carries you further and deeper into a relaxed state. You're moving on to step five and four as each muscle Every nerve turns loose, lets loose, and you go deeper and deeper. You're taking step three. You're taking step two, just go deeper. You're taking step one, just go deeper, drift deeper, sink deeper. And as we were discussing before, no baby comes on this planet worried about what other people think. Nobody comes on this planet stressed about their chubby little knees or drool running down their face or a dirty diaper. They don't care. They're only concerned with their needs and what makes them happy and their wants. And at some moment, at some time, some event, some memories, some experience in your life created the need for you to be worried about other people's opinions. And I want you to find that. I want you to look deep. I want you to turn your eyes inward and go deep inside yourself into your subconscious. And I want you to find that feeling that you've just said something and then somebody else has given you a look. Somebody's given you a comment. And now, you know, you're worried. You're worried about the fear of judgment. You're worried. You're worried about what they've said, how they've said it. And now you're required to respond. Maybe that's an emotional feeling. Maybe it's a physical feeling. But I want you to really hold on to that feeling. And it might be a little uncomfortable, but I want you to hold on to it. I want you to pinpoint in it, really sink in and really hold on and let you just sit in it for a while. And I want you to say, I am the part this is the part of me that is causing me stress. Maybe it's causing tension. Maybe it's causing a little nauseous. 
Maybe it causes a headache. Maybe it causes some heat. Maybe you get red all over. Maybe you start itching. But it causes you a physical reaction and a mental reaction. And I want you to say that. This is the part of me that causes. And then you fill in the blank. But I also want you to say, but it also has a voice. And now that it has a voice, it can tell me the role that it has. And as we discussed before, this feeling that you've been feeling, this uncomfortable, maybe the stress, the nausea, the, the redness, it has a job. And we discussed those three jobs. And on the count of three, I want you to tell me just the first thing that comes to your head, what its job is, what its function is, what its role is. As I count backwards in three, two, one, its job is to what? Maybe its job is to protect you. Maybe its job is to punish you or punish somebody else. Or maybe it gets you an unmet need. Maybe it gives you consistency. Maybe it makes you feel love and connection. Maybe it makes you feel significant and important. Maybe it gives you a little bit of variety. I want you to hold on to that. I want you to really hold on to what comes in your mind. Even if it doesn't make sense, hold on to that. And the next thing, the first thing that comes to your head, I want you to tell me, I have this need and it gives me and fill in the blank and I have to have it because why, why does it, what does it do for you? What's the, because what is this giving you? It gives me protection because I need this protection because I need to punish myself because I don't have this unmet need because, and I want you to fill out what that because is, what it looks like for you. As I mentioned in my story, I had to have migraines because it gave me significance and it gave me consistency. And I had to have that because it was so chaotic. And I know that's my story, but what's your story? And the next part is, what age did that come into your life? And the first, the very, very first number that comes into your life, maybe it's three, maybe it's four, maybe it's seven. What's the very age number that just comes into your mind? The next thing I want you to say and ask yourself, your brilliant, amazing mind, what was going on at that age? What was happening? The age that came into your mind, the age that came in right into your head, what was happening? Maybe your parents were divorcing. Maybe you were getting bullied. Maybe there was just a lot of chaos and uncertainty and you felt unsafe. But something about that made you feel that you're not enough, that other people other people get to voice their opinion, but, but not me. Or I better not voice my opinion. I better not do this. I, I have to listen to what other people say because I'm different or I'm weird and it makes other people uncomfortable. 
So I want you to go through this. I want you to really feel it. I want you to really hear the experiences that are coming up and showing themselves and presenting themselves to you because you have a brilliant mind and it's showing you these things for a reason. The next thing I want you to say, I want you to look all in and around that scene. And I want you to say, that's not me anymore. I'm not four years old. That's not me because I'm not in chaos anymore. I don't have to listen to the chaos. I don't have to do this to get consistency, to get safety. I can get significance in a healthy way. And then I want you to list all the ways that you can feel safe or that you can get significance or your unmet need or that you can protect yourself. I want you to say all the reasons why you don't have to punish yourself anymore. The next thing I want you to do is I want you to thank it. I want you to forgive yourself because you were very age appropriate. Anything you say was extremely age appropriate because that's the only way you knew to survive. It's the only way you knew to handle it. But I want you to say, I appreciate what you were trying to do. I don't want this. I don't need this. And you may go. And I want you to feel as ice melting away from you, as if it's dripping out of you. Maybe you could feel like sand is rushing out of you or smoke is drifting away. You can put whatever you want with it, but it's dripping away. It's shifting away. It's erasing. It's eradicating. It will never be important to you ever again. It won't even be relevant. It's not interesting because that's not you and it will never be you. And I want you to tell yourself what an amazing person you are, that you trust yourself, that you have good ideas, that you are an adult that's able to respond because that's all a responsible adult is, is an adult that is able to respond Say, I have phenomenal coping skills. And as you look in and around your life, you've proven yourself. You've proven that you can protect yourself. You've proven that you no longer need this anymore. You've proven that you can accomplish things and that you have great, amazing talents that no one else on this earth has. I want you to look in and around your life at all the amazing things you've created all the wonderful things that are in this world because of you. I want you to look at yourself and say, I am enough. My voice matters. I'm going to bring you back to your full awareness. But before you do, one last time, I want you to look at your life. Look at what you've created. Feeling amazing. Feeling accomplished. Knowing that you can trust yourself and you no longer need to listen to anybody else's opinion. It's irrelevant. It's outdated. And you're completely indifferent to what anybody says. You know, a lot of people think that the opposite of hate is love. It's not. The opposite is indifference. 
You don't have to love other people's opinions, but you don't have to listen to them anymore. You can do whatever it is you want, that you know that you trust yourself because you have an amazing intuition to do exactly what you need to do. So on the count of five, feeling amazing, feeling excited about your new life, trusting yourself because you know, you know you can do it. On the count of four, feeling excited, feeling energized, feeling wide awake. On the count of three, feeling amazing, feeling empowered and powerful, having the most healing, amazing energy flow through your body. On the count of two, just take a deep breath in. And on the count of one, open up your eyes and welcome back. Now I'm really excited to do these for you. And I trust that they are helpful. I love the comments. You guys are so amazing to work with. Um, I love this den. I know I say this all the time, but I truly do. I love being a part of it. And I love all of meeting as many people as I have. So if you guys have any questions or you guys have, um, an interest in this and want to talk about it, about how our minds work or the uh, mindset and purpose. I love talking about this, as you can see. But until next week, I will see you guys later. Bye.